Yossi ben Kisma. I want to learn a Mishnah together. You are. It's a Mishnah in Avais. It's the sixth parak of Avais, which just so happens to be this week's parak of Avais. And Rabbi Yossi ben Kisma said as follows. Pam Achas one time, Hayisi Mahalach Baderach. I was traveling. There was one time, Zevala, that Rabbi Yossi ben Kisma was on the road. Upaga biadamechad, and a man bumped into me. A chance encounter. Always it uses the lush and upagabi. He bumped into me. Represents like some chance encounter. It wasn't the planned meeting. Upagabi bumped into me. Where does it say who on which purse on the Sahara it says that 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 will be pagabucha he like bum sent you chances upon you it says by amalka shakarcha similar word so it says Yaisme Kismas says I was walking on the road and Upaga Biadamechad and a man bumped into me like he chanced a chance encounter. Vinasanli Shalim and the man said, Shalom Aleichem to me. Vichzarti loy shalom. And I said back, Shalom Aleichem. Omar li. A Mishnah Navas. So Abyeisi ben Kisma said I was traveling. A man, bum sent me, adam echad. Vinasan shalom. And the man says, greetings, salutations. Shalom. I said back, Shalom. You know what Shalom means, guys? Besides meaning peace, Hashem's name. You're not allowed to say Shalom Aleichem in the bathroom. Because Shalom is Hashem's name. It's a Kiddush, we Greek people saying Shalom Aleichem. What's, what, what do we call it a boy's first Shabbos in the world? The Shalom Zacher. Shalom's another name actually for Shabbos. Shabbos Zacher, the first Shabbos of a male. What? Of a male. Shalom Zacher, the first Shabbos. Shalom's another name for Hashem, another name for Shabbos. But, um, I'm sorry? That's a good question. Why don't we have a Shalom Nekeva? It's a very good question. Fair question. So, it says a boy forgot Kola Kula. So he needs that first Shabbos is, a, is like an Acham as a comfort. Some say that. There are different theories and myths and realities. So, it's a good question. One day, yeah, but you have to look. Every every guy who's trying looks into what's true, what's a myth, and every there's like the this is the speech you give, and everybody says, and I know it's not true. So you'll you'll do the research. So Rabbi Yisrael Kisma says I was traveling on the road. Upaga biadamech and the man bumps into me. I said shalom to him, and he responded shalom. For anybody studying Megillas Rus. What was one of the takanis that were made by, by Bayaz and his court? That when you greet Yidin, you use Hashem's name to greet Yidin. And you use, you use Hashem's name to greet a Yid. But Shalom Aleichem. So he said, Shalom, I returned Shalom. Omar Li, this Yid said to Rabbi Yaisi ben Kisma, Rabbi Me'eza Makarbata, where are you from? I'm from a place of a lot of Chachamim and Seifrim. I think Seifrim, the way the Marshallers are a step down than Chachamim. 
I'm from a city of Chachamim and Seifrim. It's almost like Seifrim means writers, scribes. I would almost view it like it means Chachamim and their students. The scribes are the people taking notes. So I'm from a city of Chachamim and scribes. The Talmud Chachamim and the note takers of the Talmud Chachamim. So he said, where are you from? Rabbi Yaisi ben Kisma says, from a city of Gedolim, of Chachamim, Ir Gedolim of Chachamim, and Seifrim, Amrali. So this Yid says, Rabbi, do you want to live by us in our city? I will pay you elef Allah from Din Rezav. I'll pay you thousands of din reyzavs. I will give you such a salary. Live by us. Now, the conversation's going to heat up and intensify, and I want to talk about this conversation. But I thought, before I talk about this conversation, this unbelievable conversation that Rabbi Yossi ben Kisma has with a traveler, a fellow traveler, what in the world's the beginning introduction? We bumped in. He said, Shalom, I return Shalom. They said, Rabbi, will you live by us? What's the, what, what's the significance? Chazal are so careful not to speak long. They speak very bikitzer. And they only say what's important for the story. Chazal are not like writers who say the man was sweating as the sun shone overhead. And, you know, the wind rustling. It's not a Chazal talk. They say what's relevant for it's not a storybook, it's it's Torah. It's only what's eternally relevant is written down, every word's measured. And here it seems irrelevant. The man said hello, and I responded hello back. I saw a certain writer who's not a very I don't see him as a great writer. And he was saying over a story about him and his wife. And he's like not a good writer because he's not dramatic enough. He writes, she responds, she said this to me, and I let out a chuckle. He writes, and it like didn't belong. He's not graphic enough that he should write, and I let out a chuckle. <laughs> it's too, if he'd be a better writer, then you could write these type of things because that's how you express. But like it didn't fit his flow. He shouldn't, have, he shouldn't have written that. And I let out a chuckle as she yawned. You know, it didn't. It was too wordy for a guy who's not good like that. That's like for J.K. Rowling, Kaleida, and the man let out. She, she's, she's dramatic enough and knows how to do it. He didn't know how to do it, and he writes that. Mishnayis don't write these times. The man said hello, and I returned the hello. Okay. <laughs> it's like not part of the story. The man said good morning. And I res- if you have a son, I'm not a good storyteller. My Rebbe is probably the best storyteller from storyteller I've ever met in my life. My Rebbe tells over a story. You said, I'm not a good storyteller. A good, so you have to know what to say, what not to say, as the man responds. You know, what detail just leave out, what detail is very important. Here in this story of Yosef and Kisma, a man meets him, and then there's going to be a dramatic exchange where the man says, Rebbe, live in our city. And if Yosef and Kisma, and the man offers if Yosef and Kisma money to live in his city, he just wants him. The beginning of the story, he said hello and I said back hello. We bumped into each other. Now I think there's an important point here, and I think this is what Tana's getting at. They didn't know each other. It's not like the man knew him. 
he makes a point in the story. We bumped into each other. There was nothing about. We weren't planning on meeting. We didn't. I think there's a very clear <coughs> expression. You have to hear what Chazal. I'm a very visual learner. So when I read a Mishnah, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to see what Chazal want me to see. Whenever you hear a Medrash, Chazal are making a picture because they want you to understand something. There's something you have to think deeper about. Rev, when he was here, Rafeldheim, must be the when Rafeldheim was here, so he said something so smart, but you see how he's thinking Chazal. Yosef Atzadik's about to do an Avera, and he sees the muk, the mus, the yukna of his father. He sees his father, and he doesn't do an Avera. He sees his father, and he doesn't do an Avera. Reb Feldheim said something brilliant. He said when he was younger, he pictured his stern father saying, Gehenim! Don't you dare do that, Avera. That was the visual that he pictured of Yosef HaTzadik seeing his father. When he got older and he learned Chomish Mor and he learned that Yosef was like the Ben Zikunim of his father, the love of his father's eyes. His father was like he was so tight with his dad, he realized the visual of his father was, Yosef, you're bigger than that. The confidence, Yosef, you're greater than that, that was the visual of his father. He saw his father's belief in him. That was the picture that he saw of his father. That's what Rafeldheim brilliantly said. What I love that Rafeldheim did is he was visualizing the Chazal. He was visualizing the Chazal. He wasn't just learning, he was trying to see what Chazal were picturing. So when I picture this Mishnah, and Rabbi Yosef ben Kisma says, the man bumped into me. I picture this encounter was not planned. It wasn't somebody he knew, or I dare say, I don't want to say he didn't care to see him. He loved every year, but it wasn't like somebody he was waiting to see. You don't say we bumped into each other, but somebody you were waiting to see for 20 years. It was a year, a chance encounter that he didn't, there was no relationship here. And the man said hello, and I responded hello. It's not even like Rabbi Yaisi Ben Kisma, if there's a din of a maktim b'shalom, you're supposed to say first shalom aleichem to everybody. You're supposed to initiate. So it wasn't even like Rabbi Yaisi Ben Kisma went out of his way to say shalom. He says, the man said shalom to me and I just responded shalom. There's no big tzidkas to respond shalom. If Rabbi Yaisi Ben Kisma was such a friendly tzaddik, and he was friendly. I'm not, I'm not learning about Yosef and Kisma. I can't fathom the greatness of Atana. And it would be an unbelievable chutzpah of me to try. I'm not doing that. I'm not stupid enough to do that. Yosef and Kisma, we would turn into a gal shalat samis, a pile of bones if he put his eyes on us. Yosef and Kisma. So I'm not at all trying to analyze him. What I'm doing is Chazal say, he said shalom to me and I returned shalom. So for whatever reason, he didn't even have the chance to say shalom aleichem first. He maybe didn't notice the guy. But it wasn't that the guy saw, he so friendly, reached out to me. Just in responding shalom, the man was so blown away from the person he saw. He said, Rabbi, I'll pay you. Tens of thousands live, live by us. Now you could learn, for full disclosure, 
you could claim that he knew about Rabbi Yossi Ben Kisma for years. It was like Rabbi Chaim Kanievsky. He was a famous Sadiq. I just think from the way Chazal are presenting the story, we chanced upon each other. He said, Shalom, and I just responded, Shalom, that's all I did. And the man already said, Rebbe, live by us. I'll pay you millions. What's your price? I need you to live by us. There was something about the greatness of Rabbi Yossi ben Kisma that in just responding, Shalom Aleichem, he didn't even initiate. The Yid already said, Rebbe, you have to live by us. I need a guy like you. He was awed by what he saw. If you know a Ben Tyra, if you know a Tyra that can mensch, it's easy discernible. Thank you so much. It's easily recognizable, the greatness, just a precious person. The Rambam says that the same way Talmud Chacham is nicker in his wisdom, so too he has to be nicker in his eating, in his drinking, in his walking. The Rambam says that Talmud Chacham has to be nicker, he walks differently. He has to be nicker, he walks. He's so saturated by Torah. I asked the Yid was here, if Stark was here, so I asked him to say a hespit on his Rebbe, on his Rebbe, Rabbi Moshe Shapiro. And he said something so profound. He said that after being a student of Rabbi Moshe Shapiro, you know, there's some Rebbeim who teach a bacher not to drink from a can. I like that. There's a certain, you're so prestigious, you don't drink from a can. I'm not impressed by it, though. The Rebbe says a schmooze, don't drink from a can, you're more prestigious. You know what I'm much more impressed with that Rev Stark said? Rev Stark said that he, he said something so sophisticated. He said he, after meeting my Rebbe, I couldn't scream it. You know the guy who screams in the hallway, who screams, A Joe! Shmuel! He said after meeting my Rebbe, I couldn't do that anymore. I couldn't drink from a can anymore after meeting my Rebbe. He didn't say my Rebbe told us not to drink from a can. That okay, see you're, see you're a robot, fine. I know, I'm not making fun. There's some Rebbe who teach Bachrim not to drink from a can. I'm not impressed. That you can teach anything you want. Put on the hat, do this. I'm much, he said something so much more sophisticated. He said Shmuel after being impacted by my Rebbe, he gave such a dignity such a sense of the glory of man, of what a Ben Torah is, I couldn't just scream anymore. That I'm impressed by. That's so much deeper. I couldn't drink from a can anymore. I'm a Ben Torah. What the classiness, the greatness of a Ben Torah was apparent to me. Rabbi Yossi Ben Kisma had a refinement, had a way about him, and the Torah causes gadlus to a person. It's Meroimim and Megadol. A guy passed him on the street, and he merely said back, Aleichem Shalom. The man said, who are you? I remember, I mean this. I read a shidduch to a bacher, who's a Ben Torah, who's just a Ben Torah. He walked into the girl's house. They're good, they're brilliant people. They're brilliant, they're really smart people in the world, really brainy people. He walked into the girl's house. They called me up, is this for real? Really? Like, is this real? They were awed. What did he say? He's a humble guy. He's not a guy like, he's not a guy purposely trying to be classy and dig, but he's a Ben Tyrant. I can't, I can't even say what he did. I don't know what he did, but I know what they mean. I know what they saw. They saw a Ben Torah. How do you describe a Ben Torah? The happiness, the connectedness, the presence of a Ben Torah. A person whose actions are thought out. I spoke to a Ben Torah yesterday. He's in the middle of dating a girl. 
And we were speaking for a while. The girl was understanding. You think what you do. She knows what to do with that. You think what you do. I see on you. She said, he described to me. She said to him, you think, like she's intimidated. She doesn't know what to do with that. And he's clearing. Is it a good shidduch? Should he go with her? I'm not sure. The girls will do this also. He's a guy who thinks what he does. He doesn't just do. He's a Ben Tyra. He's a Musser personality. He thinks what he does. His actions are done with a thought. It's not just impulsive and figuring out what I just did. Zahiras. The first step, the first step on the ladder, Zahiras, that he doesn't just do. His actions are thought out. And he does because he decided to do. She, it's amazing. I'm very impressed. I almost want him to marry her just for noticing that. Even if she's not that, at least she notices it. She said that you think before you do. I can't believe you. She saw Ben Tari. He's a very sincere person. And he does things. He's mamish. He's, 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 he's real, the real deal. And you, you think before you do. <laughs> she, she's like Nishtaimim, Zahiris. She'll discover Zriza, she'll discover Nikios. He's, he's a wonderful person. Zahiris, you think what you do. You're like a Cheshman person. You're like, you're like you, have, you have meaning to you. you, have, you you're about something. Z, that's Zahiris. Zrizus is like you're passionate. You have, a, you have a mission. You're a man. You, you're driven about something. He, he, he discussed a little frustration. She said to him, you think before you do. And he discussed that she's not passionate about an area in Ruchnius. He wants, he wants Zrizus. Passionate about an area in Ruchnius. He's a Zaris. He's so on fire with his tefillah. He has things that he's about, that he's into, that he's excited by. That's Zrizus. Nikios is like Zahiris on steroids. Nikios is his actions are so geschmack and perfect. Even his mitzvahs, like there's no part that's meant to attract attention. Nikios is Zahiris on, on steroids. It's Zahiris squared. It's like inner Zahiris, like mamish. It's naki, everything, you're just perfect. So, what you do, how you do it, the way you do it, that's Nikios. And then you're a tzaddik after that. The rest is chasidus, lefnimishur sadim. So she saw a person, that's what I believe, Pashup Shah and the Mishnah, is not what I want to talk about yet. But Pashup Shah and the Mishnah, Rabbi Yaisi ben Kisma describes on himself that I was going on the street, I don't even know what happened. I don't know, Rabbi Yaisi ben Kisma is not a Balgaivi, saying what happened. The man said, Shalom to me, and I just, I said back, Aleichem Shalom, and the man said, Could you live in our city? A guy walks into a taxi driver, and so you walk into a taxi. And the guy has you for a minute. And he's talking, Shalom, you're practicing your broken Hebrew. Shalom, ma'anyanim. Ah, zekar mi bachutz. It's cold outside. Hageshem yored. Oh, zekol kach kar. You say a few, the, few the, the six words you know, you try to get in there. The guy says, Yehudi. Yagar etzlenu. I don't know how to say it. Live by us, live in our city. The guy says, who are you? Move into our city. He's nishtar. You didn't even do anything. You're not a showy gay. You're not a show-off. You weren't trying to do anything. You're being a human being. Shalom. He says, who are you? Live in our city. I've seen things like this. Somebody would put a Shmuel Kamenetsky in, the, in a taxi. The guy says, who is this man? I'll pay you a million bucks. Live in our We need a guy like you. A guy, our whole city would be happier, more fun. Who are you? A guy, the guyish barber, you could sit on his chair for five minutes. He says, who are you? Live in my city. 
I'll pay you a million bucks. A guy like you would change right, our whole block, our whole country. Could you become president? I'll pay you, I'll pay you. What's your price? That's what Yaisim and Kisma describes. That's what happens to the learner of Tyre. So the man says, I'll pay you millions of dollars. Could you just live in our city? We need a guy like you. We need Amarti Loi. So Yaisim and Kisma says, I said back to this fellow. If you give me all the silver, all the gold, all the precious stones, and all the pearls of the world, I'm only living in a makam taira. You couldn't pay me all the money in the world to live in your city. You couldn't pay me all, I'm only going to live in a makam taira. What he's saying, what he's saying, what Rabbi Yosef ben Kisma is saying, is you think I'm a great person, and you're telling me, come live by us, you can pay me all the money in the world, I'll only live in a makam tyrant. My greatness and beauty is because of my, I'm connected. If I leave that connection, it will disappear. You could pay me called kesef zav with silver and gold, all the money in the world, I'm only going to live in Makam Tyre. But here's where I want to, here's where the main topic I want to talk about this morning. Rosh Chodesh Sivan, Erev, six days to the Yontiv of Zman Matan Tarasenu, Vav Sivan, that precious, that precious day. Says Rabbi Yaisi Ben Kisma, to, when I was your age and I got to the Psukim, David, I was like, oh, the Psukim, now the Psukim would excite me. Listen to what he says. Very important to hear what he says. If you, excuse me for a minute. Have you seen Kisma? Well said. Good sushto. Said Rabbi Yaisi ben Kisma. As it is written in Tillim, Al Yedei David Melech Yisrael, through David Amelech, who's Yardside San Shuas. Toivli Tairas Picha. It is better to me, the tire of your mouth, Hashem, may al of a chesed than thousands of gold and silver. Viloyoid, not only that, Bishas Petirase Shaladam continues Rabbi Yisim and Kisma. When a person dies, in Milavin Loyla Adam, it does not accompany him. Loychesef Loyzav, not silver, not gold. Vlavanim Tayves, and not beautiful stones. Umargolies and pearls. Elatayra! Tayra goes along with you for eternity. Umaisim Tayvim, good deeds. Shenemar Bisalechacha, in your travels. Tancha Isai, the Tayra will guide you. Bishachmacha, and in your lying down, in death. Tishmar Alecha, it will protect you. Vakitsaisa, and your reawakening. Triasamesim, hitisichecha, comes from Tyre, comes from your speech in Tyre. Visalecha, tanchaisach, it will guide you in your travels, Bailumazeh. Vishachbacha, in your death, it will guard you as Bekever in the grave. Vakitsaisichecha, your reawakening, Loilumabba. So I ask you the following question. Rabbi Yaisi ben Kisma, upon teaching this passerby, A.Y., who wants him to live in a city, yet he says two things to the fellow. He says, first of all, Tayvli Tayras Picha Me'alfi Zavachesev, Hashem's Tayr is better than a thousand gold and silver coins. And furthermore, furthermore, 
Taira and Maisim Taifim last for eternity. They go with the person for eternity. Gold and silver doesn't come along. I ask you, what was the first thing he said? Isn't that why Taivli Taira's Picham Alpha is of a chesed? Mayor, what was the first thing he was saying? He says, first of all, Yitzi, Taivli Taira's Picham Alpha is of a chesed. Second of all, Taira lasts for eternity and gold and silver doesn't. Wasn't that the first statement? And the answer is what he was saying. And Rev Hirsch says this over and over and over. We don't tell a bacher, we don't tell ourselves, learn, because you have a better oilum abba. The learner has a better oilum That's what he's saying, Pashib Sharab Yaisib and Kisma. First of all, Taivli Tairas Picha Me'alfe Zavachesib. The Tyre is better than gold and silver. A life of learning is better than gold and silver. It's better for my standing in Oilum the Oid, and furthermore, it's better for Oilum It's not a situation where a person says, listen, you have a choice. Any intelligent person, if they were told 80 years, eternity should choose eternity. And say there's some think that's the story of life. 80 years, I'll give up, but it's worth it for eternity. Oilum Habba's ourself. Some people think like you work hard in this world and like you're working for somebody else. You're working for your soul. Like you work hard, you kill yourself, knock yourself out, but don't worry, your soul, like this other guy. So basically I should kill myself so John should have like a lot of pleasure. Why would I kill myself so John has pleasure? That's what some people assume. They are very physical and they assume like John should have a good standing. So this is a great deal, this life. Life is kill yourself, don't go to any raves. I know you'll have fun, but it's not nice to Yassi. Like, you don't go to the rave usher because it's not nice to Zevi. So be nice to Zevi. So you avoid all fun and have a dreary, boring, horrible, depraved life. Deprive yourself of all, and it's going to be great because Zevi is going to have a lot of... Oh, no. <laughs> sure. I like good deal. Really good deal. That's what a lot of think, people think, that's mistake number one. So that Rabbi Yisrael Salanta already taught us that the moment of death is you're there, you're there, you're there, and you look down, you're, clo- you're not wearing your clothing. You shed your body. He said existence after death doesn't change. You are, you are, you are, you are, you are. In the middle of all those you are, you look down, you don't have your clothing on. No, no, that's death. Israel Salanter says that. That's death. He looks down, he doesn't have his body. Him, you, me. After 120, just you shed your clothing. That's, Reb Miller, that's what Rabbi Israel Salanter, who knows a lot more than you I, just explains, explains death. So it wouldn't make sense any other way. If Ganadin, you're working for somebody else, it's not a fair deal. The answer is that you're working very much for you. I am working for me, and you're not doing good things, and somebody else gets hired. That wouldn't make a lot of sense. You're working, so you get hired. You, 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 as you, feeling you, understanding you, thinking you, you get hired. That's why you're working. So that's just a good thing to know. But then, mistake number two. So mistake number one is people, that Rabbi Yisrael debunked that myth, that you work so somebody else gets scared. That's not a very fair deal. Sorry. So the Territ says you work, so you get scared. You, the guy who's listening, the guy who's talking and hearing, he gets scared. 
and he has all different pleasures. We don't know what Eilam Abba is. We just know that Hashem made all the things that we like, says this is child's play compared to the schar I have. This is not schar. This is like, <laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet. You haven't seen anything yet, you hear this pleasure. Hashem made all these fun things. Hashem made them and says this is like this bubkis. So that's point number one, Yitzhak. But point number two, that's more important. This is what Hirsch says. Point number, I don't say more important because the mistakes are more prevalent than this. The mistake that the, de- the decision is, listen, you have a choice. You could have these 80 unbelievable years, but then you won't have a good eternity. So be smart. Give up your 80 years for eternity. Any intelligent person would do that, except that's not what Hashem told us to do. It's no shaykhs. You don't understand life. You don't understand life that Hashem said, I want you to enjoy this world. I want you to enjoy this world. And the decision, is a decision how to have a good Olam By me, my tata is my example. My father is my Rebbe in many ways. And he's the example to me of somebody who enjoys this world. I never met somebody who enjoys this world more than my tata. I've never met somebody who enjoys this world more, never in my life. My father is always learning, always. His, his, the status quo, like, you know, you have certain things go back to their setting. What's that called? Different things like the default, default settings. You know, you have different, pro- the default settings, what it goes to. My father's default settings, he's learning. If something's not happening, he's learning. Terrence is, if he has to go somewhere, he's, anything you want to do, he'll, he'll stop learning. The default settings, he's always, always learning. And you walk to the house, you can come in this afternoon, might say Shabbos, Sunday morning, Thursday night, Wednesday afternoon, whenever you want, he's learning. He spends his life learning. That's the default setting. He's always learning. If something stops him, okay, then he has to do an errand for my mom. So he closes safer. He is always learning. There's no such thing as I go to my house, my father's not learning. There's no such thing. He's learning. My father's learning. Hashem. Then, if there's something to, to stop, there's something he has to do, we'll close the safer. I never met a person who enjoys Eilam It's a simple lie and mistake and foolishness that people have a sense. Youngsters, the, one of the hardest things a Bachar comes to the yeshiva once in a while, we don't usually, I don't know what parents did to bring him to such a point. A guy is a sense. There's some guys, it's like the most, a guy is a sense, like if he goes to a mixed school, there's the fun. I told the kid doing an interview, he had like a picture, he'll go to a certain mixed school. I never saw like a sadder place. The kids will look miserable. I always feel bad. They're not every mixed school. I've seen some mixed schools punk, the kids look pretty happy. <laughs> but he has like a childish sense. Raves are this, any intelligent person walking to a rave would run out. It's too sad. I think what would hit me first, what? What would hit me first walking into a rave before how disgusting it is is how sad it is. It's just a sad place of sad people, of sad, sad people who don't have any chaos, a sense of mission, purpose, duty, connection, a sense of excitement, a sense of mm, chaos, chaos. You can't. That chiyus that we're talking about, <laughs> that somebody meets of Yaisi ben Kisma, that life, that energy, somebody meets of Yaisi ben Kisma says, Rebbe, live by us, who are you? You know, you, I assure you, you won't walk into a rave and say anybody, who are you, who are you, live by me. <laughs> you tell me, get me out of here, get me out of here. It's dark, it's dark. It's, it's, it's sad, it's, it's dark, it's sad. 
the sense of connection, the sense of deep connection, the sense... Everybody deeply, everybody in a deep way, you see a couple that's married 30 years and are close. Everybody has a certain jealousy of that. It's like, every, a guy told me, I was so impressed, he has an aunt and uncle that are a close couple. They're really showing by, it's real. I'm not talking about fake stuff that they, they act inappropriate in public. They never act inappropriate. I'm talking about they're close, they're best friends. The guy told me he ne- he, his dream in life, he wants to have a marriage like his aunt and uncle. I was so moved, but he's so right. We all respect that. That's deep, that's real. We respect things that are real. I'm not talking about two people acting inappropriate that, that fight day and night, and all they have is that they pretend they have a marriage. OJ. I'm talking about two people that, that worked on themselves, that are B'nai Tyra. Everybody sees the B'nai Tyra, sees somebody who worked and made acquisitions and says, give me some of that. That's precious, that's valuable. That's something important, there's something connected, there's something, something's been acquired there. The person has something and has gotten something in their life. Everybody can connect and relate to that. Rabbi Yaisi ben Kisma said two things to this man. He said, I want to tell you, I want to live in a Makam Torah. I don't want you to think it's a frum, it's like a decision for eternity. I give up now, like I'm stuck now in a frum neighbor, but it's worth it for my eternity. First of all, the Pasuk of the Siyamayshul of David HaMelech, that I like Torah from all gold and silver, it's better for me now. I don't look at it that my job in Chinuch, you take a 10th grader, you have a cool guy who has all these fun opportunities, but it's going to hurt him later. So rob the fun. Coax and guide this youth away from the joys of life. Because listen, you know, he has an eternity. I don't look. I view it as train him to some joy in life. Show him some chaos. Show him some fun, some realness, some sense of, of engaging life with passion, with meaning, something important, something is schmack. I told the Bacher, I want you to hear this. I told the guy there was music night. So a guy told me, an honest Bacher told me he was grappling. He wanted to go to the movies, he wanted music night. So two guys were clearing what to do. So one Bacher said, movie, music, movie, music, I like movies better. He went to movies. Another Bacher said, movies, music, they were together. Another guy said, movies, music. He said, movies I can get any time. Music, let me be part of the yeshiva, it's a good idea. Be part of the yeshiva. Let me go to music night, I, a movie. The movies are constantly showing music nights. One since, let me, it's okay. He had it. So who had the better cheshv? I like. I liked the music. I thought it was more intelligent. But I would have loved the third cheshv. I'd love in the thinking movies, music. One second, movies. James Bond doesn't know if I'm in the crowd. And besides, who said my job is to support James Bond? But my friend is performing. My friend, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, not a frummy. My friend's performing. How good would he feel? My friend's going to shine. That I'd be sitting there, another guy appreciating his talent. Oh, gorgeous. Gorgeous. The guy should have said nothing from He's not a frummer. He should have said, movie. I'll go to the movie right after music night. I'll get the late night show. James Bond will wait a couple hours. I'll get him. He's still flying down the building. He has kayak. He goes all night. I'll get him at 2 in the morning. He'll jump down the building. So let me go at 2. I'll go tomorrow. I'll go to the movie. Not, not a frummer. 
you know what? My friend's putting on. It's so cool. Let me, let me see my friends shine. You know the life you have when you live like that? You know the beauty, the sweetness? <coughs> you have a life. You have such a precious life. When you think like that, you have such meaning, such connection, such... It's, it's just a different... You're, it's not a good idea for Eilam I want to explain that the person who does the right things, the reason Eilam it's not even a reward. Eilam is built for a guy who's a built person. A built person is capable of enjoying Eilam See, in Eilam in Eilam is built that Hashem made Eilam that the bad guy and the good guy could survive in Eilam in Eilam the guy who's undeveloped, who doesn't make such a cheshben, he has no shaykhist to Eilam He can't, it's a place of refinement, of deep, sophisticated pleasure. The guy who thought that my friend's performing, he's shaykh to Eilam He has the right currency, the right makeup for Eilam The other guy is not, doesn't have the makeup for Eilam He goes to Eilam he's not built for Eilam but Eilam the better Eilam is the guy who thinks, Kishmak, such a gorgeous way of thinking, such a nice, intelligent way of thinking. Two guys are bored in Yeshiva Shabbos afternoon. One guy had a board, one guy hops into bed, one guy even walks for miles. That guy's thinking, he's bored. It's, it's an issue. He's young. As you get older, you tend to get less bored. You have blat the chazer. You're always like running behind. You just... It's, it's been a long time. Boredom's not so so common for when you get so, past certain ages. But a young guy is bored. So he's thinking to himself, you think there's anybody, there are 160, 70, 80 guys in Yeshiva. Think there's anybody I walk into his room now and schmooze for an hour and feel like a million bucks? Hmm. There are a lot of guys. Maybe there's another young guy who's bored. Maybe there's another guy involved in bad activities. Maybe another guy's being Michal Shabbos because that's his way of hiding. If I go to his room for an hour, he feels good. How do you feel after? You go to the guy's room for an hour. You just you don't darshan to him. You let him darshan for an hour. How do you feel? How, do he, how does he feel? You take a guy. Let's go out. Let's go on a walk together. Let's go schmooze. Maybe we'll even have a catch together. Maybe even I'll we'll play a game together. We'll play a chess game. Maybe we'll stand because it's so geschmack for that guy. You're thinking so fresh. So you're starting, you're getting it. You're getting it. Boredom, you don't think Hashem knows about boredom? He stopped everything Shab is trying to get you. Maybe there's something you'll discover. Imagine even a guy, I'm very bored, he goes on a walk around the campus alone, not with another guy because he wants to think a little. And he sorts out some thoughts for 20 minutes, for a half hour. There's so many creative. He walks over to his Rebbe. His Rebbe is here for Shabbos. He knocks on the door. He says, I want to say good Shabbos. His Rebbe feels like a million bucks. They spend a half hour as a conversation. His boredom turned into something. All the normal things that Hashem wants us to respond to life, you have a better Olam the embraced person of Torah, has a better Olam I've said over the Gemara many times that Rabbi Yehuda was one of those people like Rabbi Yaisi ben Kesma, you looked at and you said, give me some of that. A Roman lady saw Rabbi Yehuda, she said, what's your drug of choice? Wow. My Reverie, you're paskin and drunk. 
What's what you had it? Who are you? My river You're passing and drunk. What's your drug? Give me some of that alcohol. What do you use? Do you have any extra? And he responded, Chachmas Adam Tariyapanov. No, Chachma. Chachma, no, no. Chachma. Chachma. He was telling her that it's possible a world of reality to be happy. It's possible. I don't say it's easy. I don't say it's easy, and it's probably easier to divert. But it's possible to have a life of realness and be happy. Now, I don't want to lie, Nassim. I'm not a person who says, learn and, and daven and learn, type, everything's easy. Life has challenges whether a person learns or not. It's called the world of challenges. This is not to claim, learn and you'll always be happy and no sadness will ever take you. Somebody's lying who tells you that. Life has challenges, that's a fact. But learning and the life of Torah is not the vert that you're giving up life. You're learning to embrace and engage and learning to live life. So it's not saying that everything all of a sudden is happy. It's saying that the life of Torah is a happier life than the life devoid of Torah. It's saying that the Tevli Torah has It is the secret to embracing life. If you, if you think about anybody, I'm, I'm, I probably speak about addiction. It's a good topic. When I went to learn Muslim by Raftali Kaplan, he learned with us the 12 steps. Addiction is a very good topic to study because even us non-addicts, it brings out a lot. There's a lot to learn from addiction. The guy who's an addict, Kimat 10 out of 10, it comes from stuffing up, it comes from covering up things that are inside of you. You're holding in things inside, you try to stuff it down, not express, you're macho, you're a tough guy. And in lieu of expression, it's all there. You have to, like, numb it. You, you take some drug of choice to numb it. The opposite is expression. The opposite of addiction is expression. The opposite of diverting is engaging. That's Torah. Torah is the life of engagement, <coughs> of engaging, engaging the challenges of life, engages the challenges of life. I don't push it aside. I don't diverse. I don't ignore. I engage. That's what Yehuda said. Rabbi Yehuda was a happy man. The lady said, what drink do you use? He said, I don't use a drink. I'm a Torah person. I completely embrace and engage life. I roll up my sleeve and I think and I talk and I work through. That's what I believe Rabbi Yosef ben Kisma is saying. And that's what I believe come Shavuos, all of us have to know about Shavuos. The great gift of Torah that Hashem gave us that precious, unbelievable gift of Torah that Hashem gave us is not something, the great gift of Torah is not something that is there for our ulam for our eternity. It's there something that helps our life in ulam It's ashrecha v'toivlach, ashrecha v'ulam azeh v'toivlach v'ulam I want to close with the following point. I want to end with the following point. Any thinking person has the following question. Any thinking person. This is like the simplest point. I'm not going to say the answer now, but I'm going to leave it as a question to end this Arab Shabbos Kodesh with the following question that I believe any thinking person has. Rabbi say, Pesach, the day of our freedom, the day that we were claimed as the Avdei Hashem, the order of the Yom Tov is Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkot. 
Pesach's connected Avram. There's a tour. Pesach's connected Avram Avinu. Shavuos is Yitzchak, and Sukkot is Yankim Avinu. In the order, that's the order. Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkot. That's the order of the Yom Tovim. Pesach was our freedom. We're free. We were free from being Avdei Paroi. We became Avdei Hashem. Shavuos were handed the Torah, the, the the very safer. What do I do? But I love you, Hashem. I want you. I'm connected. What do I do? Here's the Torah. This is what you do. You're handed the gift. What you do? And Sukkot we're living with Hashem. Nashkachas Hashem. Hashem's with us and stays with us in our lives. The question's as follows. Pesach, the celebration of our freedom, so seven days, life-altering days, intense seven days of complete upheaval of our lives. We change our whole diet, we eliminate all chametz from our house, very dramatic yamtiv. Sukkot, the day we live with Hashem, what a dramatic yamtiv. We move out of our houses, sukkah, you know, you'll learn about it, Ben Torah doesn't like visit a sukkah a couple of times to eat. You move into your sukkah. You sleep there. You eat there. You hang out there. The sukkah is your home. But sukkah is teishvu. Avada ben Tyre sleeps in his sukkah. You move into the sukkah. You leave your house and you move into your sukkah. Dramatic yamtiv. Pesach and shvuas. Pesach and sukkah are so dramatic. Come shvuas, the quietest yamtiv. It's a minug to stay up all night. I don't mock a minug. A minug's gorgeous. It's not a din. It's a minug. What shvus? What mitzvah? Cheesecakes and minog. What mitzvah? You're going to do what? You're daven two days. After you stay up all night, like what's the next event? That was a minog. Why such a... It's one day in Eretz Yisrael. We're used to two days. Chos, we don't know. In Eretz Yisrael, it's one quiet day. I didn't really... What, what do we do? One quiet, brief day. Huh? The day we received the Torah... This is the Torah, man. This is the Torah, our Torah, our great gift from Hashem of what to do, of how to do it, of how to become great. The day we receive the instructions for life, literally the day we're handed life, you're dead, you don't even know what to do without Torah, you're nothingness. But there's a Yid Neretz Yisroh, He's a brilliant, brilliant man. He has many, many, many PhDs. I'm not exaggerating. He has many PhDs. Like he got like extra credits and extra. He was a guy. He was a priest of a church. He was, he was the priest of some church. And a congregant asked him, you speak love God, love God. What do you do? But what do you do? I heard him say it from his own holy mouth. He became a gear eventually. The lady like caught him, but what do you do? He's like, hey, what do you do? You always talk, love, God loves, we love God, what do you do? He researched, searched, and searched, because a lady caught him, he was a priest, brilliant man. Searched and searched, he's living in Eretz Yisrael, he's a, he's, he's a Tamil Chacham, he gives, you can go get tours of Yad Vashem, he's an expert on the Holocaust, you can get tours from Yad Vashem, he's a Gera Chassid, you'll have a Shreimel, he's a brilliant man, many PhDs, and he gives, gives tours of Yad Vashem. He became from, cause, Jewish, because a lady said, but what do you do? What do you do? What does God want you to do? <laughs> it's very nice. Love him. He loves you. What am I supposed to do? Mitzvah she wanted. Torah. We were handed a safer. Here's what to do. 
And on that day we were handed a book of what to do. You would think the celebration would be You would think the celebration of Shavuos would be a dramatic thing. I try to think like what we would do. We should all have to go to the desert. Like you talk about Sukkot going to a Sukkot, to a Pesach, change your food habit. I don't know. Shavuos should be like a day. We all go to the desert. Everybody, everybody has to jo- join David Rosenthal on a hike. Like go, I don't know. Something really dramatic. And what Shavuos? The quietest holiday on the schedule. The one that's one day quick and short and awfully quiet. What, cell, what mitzvah? Sukkot was shaking leaves. We're banging leaves around trees. We're holding trees and fruit. We sh- sit in the sukkah. Pesach eating mitzvahs, marah, wine. Changing your food habits. What's the only mitzvah that I on Shavuos? Smile, be happy. It's the only mitzvah that I the only mit Bikurim starts Shavuos, but it goes till it goes for months. The first fruit session. The only mitzvah the rice on Shavuos is smile. You have to do something. You can't just smile. Do something. It's a mitzvah the rice, nothing. You have to buy yourself something nice for sure. Something that makes you smile. Something. If you have to play a board game with somebody, you have to do something to get us happy. Shavuos. Mitzvah the It's the only chiyav the do something, a chess game, a checkers game, a conversation with Arya Barnett. For me, it would be Shmuzi with Nasa Stuben. Something that gets you happy. Something that gets you happy. So, what is it? Why is Shmuzi so quiet? It's strange. If you don't think Hashem wants us to think about that, and if that's not worth pondering, I don't know what is. It has to cause some thoughts up here. So I don't want to give you an answer now. I want you to think, let that question bounce around in your mind a little, Shmuel. You think that's a valid question, Shmuel? Curious thing, no? The quiet yomtiv called Shmuel. The day we received the Torah. The loud Torah given with thunder and lightning that changed our existence. We, there was before Kabbalah Satyra and after Kabbalah Satyra. And in the, that loud, glorious day, every year we live, awfully silent, fast. You blink, you missed it. You had a stomachache, you missed all shvus. The cheesecake, your lactose intolerance, you missed shvus. That's just a way of saying you're from, you're a ben tyre. You say you laugh, doesn't it? You hear the kashi itself? Yeah. You're curious what the answer is? So I want you to think about it. Thank you. So I want you to think about that question. Belina, do I owe you an answer? It's 1.38, Rabbi Isai. Hopefully there's still lunch left for us, I pray. There's no lunch left here, though? Well, this example of use for Pesach. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear anything for Pesach. So, you know, we're the whole no, food changes. Start get rid of it. Like changes. That's how our dramatically. Rabbi say, what's the question again? Why should we quiet them? Rabbi say, it's now almost two o'clock. At two twenty, At two fifteen. We're going to run fives with Chaikol. Ashimars, come run with us today.
If you don't mind, Lush. Zev is with Jordy, but maybe get Jordy out. Whoa. We're going to run. Arye Barnett, Yanni. We're going to run fives. Yes, you'll run fives. Yes, I'm on the gym. Chavra, Menacha is 8 o'clock sharp. 8 o'clock, Menacha, 8.13, brick wall. 8.13. 18 minutes before.